if you were a salad, what type of salad would you be? And <laughs> you know me well enough to know I'd be like in the interview going like, if you think I'm a salad, I don't want to work here. <laughs> uh, well, I- I'm the salad you throw in the trash because it came with like, it was the free side that came with your pizza or your steak or something. Like maybe you poke at some to be polite, but you're like, oh, a salad's here. Did it come with blue cheese? No. Okay, I guess. Uh, if I eat lettuce, it qualifies as having had a vegetable, right? Yeah. Okay, I'll have one piece. Man, fuck salad. It's just to curb the guilt. Yeah. Of having to eat a whole pizza. Yes. Like, eh, this is this is my this is you know salad with pizza is like carbon tax for your car. Yeah, it, it's, it's only there to remove the guilt. It's the chef salad that comes with the like atomic meat explosion, meat lovers. Fuck it with your dick till it's wrapped in pepperoni pizza special kind of thing where it's like, yeah, it's just it's it's like and then we put the cholesterol directly onto the pizza as a spread. OK, yeah. and then deep fried it. Oh, yep. It's I a turducken that. topping pizza. Yeah, basically. It's great stuff with cheese and every other meat you can think of. Oh, and, you know, for those of you who feel a little guilty, here's a small side salad. Yeah. And it comes, like, wilted. It may have been freeze-dried recently or something. Like it's. Oh, no, it's been in the freezer. They yeah. pulled it out today. Like, that, that's what it was. They pull it out that day. They're ready to serve it up to some poor sap who doesn't want to feel like a fat ass eating a whole pizza to himself because he had to have the turducken special. And here we are. Yeah, there's some dude who's like, Vinny, someone ordered the special. You ordered the special? Get the salad! We have salad? It's in the back, next to Ma, who died four years ago. <laughs> I love that the, they have these accents. These pizza place owners just have accents by default. Well, yeah. For the record, my pizza place people do not have accents. I, I order my pizza from the angriest Korean Scientologist ever, so... What? There's a place near my place called Pinball Pizza. It is staffed by angry Korean Scientologists. And while I will not talk to them about a variety of things for fear of, I don't know, they make a damn fine pizza. Well, it contains all the TVs or whatever they call them. All right, welcome right to the something... Wicked Studios podcast. Wicked Awesome Cast. I Wicked, get it. You're Wicked, new. I, this, I'm 0 for 2 on fucking it up. Yeah, you are. The Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 39. Clearly, I'm not from something Wicked Studios at this point, because that's the way I keep doing this. I'm actually from something awfully Wicked Studios, the uh, offshoot, like, tribute group to the actual something Wicked Studios. Man, people. we hate that group. <laughs> Stealing our content. It's not stealing your content. It's just uploading it to Facebook and making it friendlier to reach the audience. Bleeping out my swears and <laughs> hatred of the Midwest and taking down every gym as a monster joke. Ah! <laughs> oh, yes. I have actually made it to the podcast this week, and uh, pretty soon you'll see me more. Well, see me. But you'll hear me more often. Oh, and today they'll I... be seeing you too, Alex. Well, they'll right. be yeah. seeing you, guy who has yet to actually introduce himself, despite not being a normal voice on the podcast, like some kind of jackass. <laughs> I did say my name is Alex. Did I you? Said so. Yes, I did. Fine, I'll let it slide this time. I just did it right now again, too, so Fair. there you go. You have two clips. <laughs> All right, and so, yeah, I got to do the intro today, and I fucked it up again, and I probably will fuck it up again in the future. That's why we uh, let professionals like Jeff handle it. Yeah. 
Yeah, clearly, I've, I'm the terrible sub-in for Jeff. Yes, week. so uh, as we hinted to last week, Jeff is on vacation, and rather than a preamble cast, I thought because we're not constrained by um, recording times with Jeff because of that East Coast, West Coast thing we have going on normally, Alex can actually be on the podcast, so welcome him again. Hopefully he'll be joining us more in the future. That's always been the plan. We've kept his seat warm for him. Not that warm because, well, it's Alex, but... Basically, it's his, it's his way of saying I'm disposable at any point. So. You're all disposable. Exactly. See, so don't make me dock your pay. <laughs> what can you dock from zero? There is nothing to dock from that. There's negative. You're gonna steal money from me? Like, just give me your wallet. This, Ask this, Jeff about how this works. There's a due system. Oh God, what did I set up for? <laughs> Welcome. Oh, I don't even have my shirt yet. You can't take dues until I get a shirt. Yeah, I can. Proper equipment fees. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> so horrible jokes about our financial situations aside. Uh, what have you been up to, man? I, I know you could cover all the time since you were last on a podcast, but like, maybe keep it concise what you've been playing recently or something like that. Uh, it's simple. I, haven't, I, I don't deviate too much from my normal stuff right now. Um, obviously, I did some more Destiny because Charlie and I were planning to do some stuff with that further down the line and I need to get gear up and get caught up so we will be doing destiny we will be doing more of that in the future because an event is coming up we'll actually cover in our new segment yeah so you know a little bit of destiny tons of overwatch um oddly enough world of warcraft has kind of been put by the wayside a bit uh, it's I'm not surprised by that like the news I've been following on that's been like yeah the expansion was awesome now what do we do? Well, no, that's the thing. Like, there's plenty of stuff to do. Like, like if I log in right now, I can do world quests. I can. I don't have a raiding guild I'm with, so that kind of takes yeah. away a lot of the content I enjoy doing. PvP is meh, you know. But like, I really enjoy doing the uh, the the raid bosses and dungeons and all that stuff. So I don't have a consistent group because my schedule hasn't been pretty consistent for the most part as far as having time to do like actual raiding times. And most standard ready times are always past the time I get home anyway, so I miss out there, and I have gym and all that, so um, gym as in working out, not gym as in I have the guy from Simply, Something with That's who has with him me. this week, huh? <laughs> yeah, I have, yeah, I have gym a lot of the times. I, have, I do have like 80-20 custody of gym. So. Your lawyer was very shrewd in those negotiations. Very, very much so. But uh, yeah, so, you know, luckily with the uh, schedule changes happening pretty soon, I'll be on the podcast and... Maybe dabble in some more of that, but more than likely it'll be just mainly Overwatch uh, and Destiny. Yeah. That's pretty much it. It's weirdly addictive how addictive Destiny is, isn't it? Or like, it is actually. You know, I I was I, I okay. You know, I'm PC Master Race. Yes. I'm PC Master Race for a long time. Um, you know, jumping back into console, especially with like first person shooters, was like ah, this is gonna be really bad. And then it sucked. I really was bad at first. And then I kind of got used to it, and so I do better now when we do the PvP matches, because one of the things I complained about was I can I just could name for shit, and I got melted quick, but I got better and better at it. I've gotten a couple good, like, uh, rounds, you know, those little, like, bounties that they have, or you're, like, kill five people in the span of, like, five seconds, or like that kind of thing, so been nailing stuff like that. Yeah. And so, overall, it's, uh, yeah, mainly Destiny and, like, Overwatch, but more Overwatch than anything else, just because, like, you know, with that announcement they made a while ago about the pro league, I got I got hoop dreams. You know, put me in, coach. Let's do this. Oh God, 
I'm going to fucking suck so bad, but you should at talk least to, I've gone style. You should talk to Jeff. He's also an Overwatch player. Is there a 3v3 mode for that? Because I could be the anchor that drags you two down. There actually is a 3v3 mode right now. We should do a video with that. That would be funny where it's like, I'm playing Mercy. Why? It's a healing class. I heal. Mercy's great. Mercy's great. So, yes, we could actually could do that because they do the little, they added like 3v3 arcade mode. So mm. it's kind of, you know. It's it's good. So yes, I suppose I that. could reinstall Overwatch. <laughs> install it. Come on. Reinstall. I had reinstall. it installed. I uninstalled it. Just just reinstall. Come on. I'll think about it. The Eve launcher is pretty big on my desktop, though. Oh gosh, that's right, Eve. Ugh. It's free to play now. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know how to play can, it still. You still couldn't pay me enough to fucking play that game. I I, I want to like that game so much. I really do. <laughs> <sighs> well, so is that what you've been up to, or got anything else uh, you want to share? That's, I was in Portland not too long ago, which was nice, so I went up there for a little bit, had a good time. Uh, other than that, no, life is good. Yeah. Can't complain. Yeah, I, 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 I learned I'm now refusing to play Warframe correctly recently. There's a wrong way to play it? Well, oh, it's how I play it. It's absolutely how I play it. Hmm. So, um, I because there's so many different gauges you can be filling up in that game, I'm always mm. min-maxing kind of what I'm leveling. So I'm doing high-end content with, like, level 4 gear. It's like, don't do this. I'm like, but, but I'd be wasting all this experience on stuff I've already leveled all the way. Mm. We'll use that here. No, that's not how this works. Until all of the gauges are filled, this is what we're doing forever. Of course. Yeah, it's uh, it's. I think I'm gonna stop playing that game again for a little while. I had my fun. I got some cool guns. I ninja'd off some shit, but I, that the the shortcomings of that game are once again like, hey, um, you want to spend some money? No. You want to have more gun slots? Yeah. Spend some money then. Mm. Yeah, you have the four best frames in the game, but what about a fifth frame? I could use a fifth frame for those cold winter months. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And a new armor to level up and all I, that. That's so. exactly how it works. <laughs> but yeah, no, I got my rhino armor finally. I'm now working on the pirate one that's like got like Kraken moves. But at the what? same time, it's like you have to get way... It's like it summons water tentacles from the ground as traps. So yeah, of course I want to use that bullshit. Of even course. though they're like, it's not the best. And I'm like, water tentacle. That's all you have to do to make me play a class. Give it tentacle attacks. Hmm. Yeah. I'll keep that in my my archives. Just find a game that has tentacle attacks and we'll throw that in there. Well, actually, uh, NRQ. Remember we just unlocked the octopus yep. last time we were playing. The, so closer, the closer I can be to being Davy Jones in any video game, the better off I am. Where it's like... So, can I grow a beer of tentacles in this game? No, not the best game ever. In this game, yes, best game ever. <laughs> so, what you're saying is, game of the year for you is gonna be Lego, with Lego games, Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, maybe, but probably not because the gameplay's bad. Like, unless I can like choke people out with that with that beard of tentacles, I'm not interested. I doubt it. It's a Lego game. Yeah, I want like a quick time it. event of like pulling the eyeballs out and going up the nose of the tentacles and, like, ripping their skull off or something. I want, like, Mortal Kombat fatalities with tentacle beard. 
So you want that, uh, what do they call it, that Secret World game, because I'm sure they have some crazy, crazy shit like that there. A lot of Cthulian lore in there. Oh, yeah. That looks cool. I haven't checked it out yet. It's not out it's yet. It's actually... Secret World has been out for years. Oh, what am I it's thinking It's an MMO. About? Yeah, it's an MMO where you level hmm. up, like, like pretty cool classes, like a melee-based classes, shooter classes. We have the guns and stuff. It was basically huh. like a... It was like a Band-Aid fix for me as far as Matrix Online goes, but it's never lived up to it. I... But a lot of the lore in it is very, like, Cthulian, like, esque lore and stuff, so... Is there a Necromancer? I don't know if there's a necromancer per se. I don't remember, but they have some pretty cool sub. Can I dabble in the dark arts yes, specifically and like grave robbing? Uh, I don't know about grave robbing, but you definitely dabble in the dark arts with some classes. So I may have to check that out. I, is it a free MMO or is it a paid MMO? It is free, actually. Yes. Ooh, I can stop playing my weird Pegasus video game. I think it's I think it's free to play, but they have like an option where you pay like I think. How, I don't know how much upfront one time, and you get all the chapters and everything for it, and yeah. that's it. So they're like a one-time purchase thing where they do that. That may be worth checking out, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's on Steam. So no, I, I I will check it out. But so beyond that, I've also been playing some Dishonored too. Mm-hmm. I can I, so that's actually been a contentious game on the podcast, and I can report that um, Dishonored two fixes every gripe I had about Dishonored one combat wise. Anyway, mm-hmm. I they give you a. Uh, to rehash this ongoing thing, so that uh, the majority, if not all, of the powers that a new character, like um, Emily or whatever her name is, the the, the girl of the two as you can play, they're all neutral, meaning you can use them to straight up murder people, mm. or you can use them as like as um, non lethal takedowns, and that's all I wanted. Where it's like that power's super cool, but totally lethal. Oh, but I want to use like- it because it's cool. <laughs> But I don't want to murder people that don't deserve it. And th- these are all like, no, you can use these in both ways, which is awesome. And they gave you a, hey, if you're in a sword fight, you can like choke a dude out if you stun him correctly. And I'm like, that's all I ever wanted. I wanted equal non-lethal options. So like, I can try and not murder people. But when I have to, I can go loud. But why would you do that? I mean, look at me when I play Hitman. Everybody's a target. Like <laughs> Some of us try and be good assassins, Alex. You know what? You know what? Nobody can say I'm a bad assassin if they're dead. Just say. I-, I think if you leave a trail of bodies, you're called a murderer, not an assassin. Well, crazed gunman, like all of these, feel more akin to your well, see, hitman playstyle. Because they just think that somebody is like on a murderous rampage when they should be looking for like a trained assassin. Fair. That's, that's a meta game. They, they just announced a Hitman Christmas pack thing, oh, and it's in the Paris level, and I cannot wait for that shit to drop. Wait, the Paris level? Is that the one with the fashion show? Yeah. So oh, it's, it's, yes. It's been oh. reskinned for Christmas, so I have no idea what it's going to be, but I really hope the um, fashion model, um, uh, what's it, was it, Helmut or whatever his name was? Yeah, his pack. Oh, yeah. And I hope we have to dress up as Santa and kill someone I, in a Santa suit. If you don't get to stab someone in the face with a sharpened candy cane dressed as Santa, you failed us, Hitman. Oh, or choke somebody out like with like the hook part of the candy cane. I, all of these are appropriate moves, yeah. I like this. Yeah. I like this. Well, good. We need to get on that. Charlie, get on that. I, it's, when it's released, I will download it, and I will do something <laughs> with it, probably. But Perfect. yeah, so... On top of all of that, I, I played some of Let It Die, and fucking Let It Die is awesome. I've heard about it. I don't think I've seen anything, like, recently. Yeah, who sued it? So it's free to play. It came out 
like if you're hearing this last weekend, like it came out the weekend of PSX, which we'll talk about in a little bit. It's um, you know who Suda Fifty One is? Not top of my head. The No More Heroes guys. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So he made a Dark Souls game. Oh, that's right. That it's like the free to play Dark Souls game. Yeah, and it's esque. It it's got some bullshit in it, but at the same time, it's also like. This is super kind of fucking awesome, so I'm not sure I care. Ah. Uh, it's it's pretty awesome. Like, if you've ever sat there and been like, I wonder what Suda51 would do with a Dark Souls game. You have your answer, and it's definitely one of his better games, too. Like, it's, he said, okay, I'm not going to reinvent weird mechanics. I'm just going to kind of rip off Dark Souls a little bit. But, mm. like, it's going to have Grim Reaper riding around on a skateboard and shit like that. And you're going to be fighting way up an elevator and... Yeah, it's it's actually pretty good. Like it's way better than I expected, better I expected it, to it to be. And I was like, I'm gonna play this anyway because Suda Fifty One, his shit is awesome in my book. But this is like, yeah, this is actually kind of fun to play. This is a really good Dark Souls game or a Souls style game, and it's got so much stupid personality to it that it's awesome. Hmm. I'll have to get that. Uh, it's it's really it's. <laughs> It is way better than it has any right to be, and as a result, it's like, this is pretty goddamn awesome, actually. It's got some rough edges, but at the same time, it's, how much did you pay? Nothing. Oh, so this is a pretty fucking awesome game, then. Yeah. Hmm. So it's very much, it very much has that, what I like to call the, the, the Far Cry Blood Dragon uh, effect, where, like, it was like an offshoot game, but it's like, the offshoot game is really, really fun. Um, I used to, uh, sorry, it's more like the styles of a Dark Soul game, where it's not, really, it's not, definitely not a Dark Soul game, but it takes kind of that stealth, that, that very deliberate combat, the stamina-driven stuff, the, like, mm. pick your battles uh, closer you'll get wailed on kind of situations. There's mm. a semi-horror angle of it. The combat controls are ridiculously similar, if you're familiar with Dark Souls kind of thing. Like, I, I'll talk about this when we talk about PSX later in our main topic. Uh, they had a booth, and they were giving out pins if you could complete the, um demo they had of let it die without dying the mm. entire you could there's a boss and stuff like that and i get through and they give me my pen the lady who's giving them out goes so so like you played a lot of bloodborne and dark souls didn't you and i go yeah she's like you didn't lose any health no no i didn't <laughs> very nice you dark souls people are the worst i'm aware <laughs> i'm not even a good dark souls player oh i could tell you took Damn. way too long to be one <laughs> Damn, the shade. Yeah. No, it, didn't lose any health, but you're like, yeah, you took too long. I didn't end the game with more health than I started off with. Yeah. That's like, Dark wow. Souls. The, the backhand shade, I see. I, I was okay with it. It fit with the booth. But we'll talk about it later. So I I guess in the final thing I've been playing is um, I am officially done with Watch Dogs 2. Oh, really? I, I, I was playing Watch Dogs 2. I thought I was going to give up on Watch Dogs 2. And I'm like, no, give it a little more time. Finished the Scientology stuff, and I was kind of getting into Watch Dogs 2, and then the Burning Man mission happened, and everything after that has been, man, fuck this game a little bit. Well, so, uh, it, it turns out that you've been, like, uh, spoilers, I guess, but not really, because it's like, you know all this shit going into... Like, the game starting off, like, it, you get double-crossed and you get screwed, and the solution to fixing your team dynamics is to go to fucking Burning Man. 
What? Yeah. And you go to Burning Man, or as it's called in the game, Swelter Skelter Fest. That is... Yeah. Yeah, and so that was bad enough, but then they made... So I probably would have stopped playing after that because I was like already kind of like, fuck this, like really Burning Man fixed our hacker collective issue. Yeah. So I haven't liked the main characters of that game the entire time. And then they introduced a character from the previous game. And you have as a player, the super awkward moment of, Oh shit. I'm playing like a, I'm playing like this rookie B tier hacker, actually like this character from the old game, not Eden Pierce T bone. I think just kind of shows up. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm better than all of you, but I'll hang out. Cause I'm on the run, I guess. And like it just drives home this concept of, ah, uh, we're playing like the C tier hacking collective group. Like we're the super best friends. Like it's like we're here to stop Aww. the day. Hacking is cool. And then you got T Bone, who's like, I designed the police state system. That's why I'm doing this because I'm trying to undo my great sin. I've killed so many people in this quest. And you're all like, we're going to street tag our way to revolution. And T-Bone's like, no, no, go out in there and murder these people, dude. That's what you have to do. All right. And unfortunately, T-Bone's perspective fits with the rest of the tone of the game, which is like, we're the good guys. Go kill these people. Why? Because they had said hackers were bad. <laughs> well, perfectly valid. But, but then you have T Bone, who's like, "No, we're we're kind of the bad guys, but these guys are worse." But yeah, we're gonna kill a bunch of people before the end of this. There's a reason I'm like super wanted, and it's not because I used to work for this company. It's because I like blew up a building. Oh, <laughs> I Tyler Durdumed that shit. For the right reasons, but still, I have blood on my hands. Well, it makes sense then that, like, I guess, yeah, the frustration with like, doing Bernie Man when the whole thing is, like, very tired, dirt and S then, that guy? No, so and that's the issue. He shows up at Burning Man, and from that point on, you just have this, like, horrible sensation that's like, no, no, T-Bone's just too lazy to go do what you're doing. Mm. There's nothing you're doing as a player T-Bone couldn't do in, like, half the time with less effort, like, from his chair while jerking off still. It's like, no, no, he's just better than you, and he's humoring your little shitty collective group. Ah. And it's like, but at the same time, he's also like, yeah, you guys are on the right path, but you're nowhere near, like, brutal enough. Because, like, this is war, not a revolution. You're at war. People are going to die. Hell, people have already died. Like, street art helps, but it's not going to get you all the way there. That makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Awesome. Check it out then. Yeah. No. It's. I. I can't recommend checking it out. Uh, that's. That's the issue. It's. That game got really repetitive for me, and I. I. Yeah. I was kind. I, I was kind of done with it at the end of last week's podcast, and this was like, nope. Let's give it a little more time, and it's like, no. I'm. I'm. I'm fucking done. Mm. Fuck this. Your social commentary is too heavy-handed, and as a result, it fails. <laughs> Uh, well then, yeah. never mind. I'll save my bandwidth in the hard drive space. Yeah, I I could loan it to you probably. I got it for the PS4 because I'm a crazy oh, okay. person. Well, I ha- I'm pretty sure I have it on my Ubisoft account. Yeah, it makes sense. So, yeah. Meh. Yeah. 
That's about it, though. I I went to PSX, which we'll be talking about later. That's been the big thing I did since last week. But mm. yeah, so um, but before we get to that stuff, which will be our main topic, along with the Game Awards. Oh yeah, yeah. so on um, PSX 2016 happened, and the Game Awards happened. We'll talk about those that shit later. <laughs> well, there we go. Perfect segue to the next topic. Are you ready for some news, Alex? Yeah, let's go over some news. You want some news? Give me the news. Uh, so my favorite little piece of news that actually came out since last week is um, China's going to start forcing games with loot boxes in them to disclose the odds of items. Yes. And yes. I was... Yeah. I don't know how much I wanted that until someone was like, no, you should want this. And I'm like, yeah, I do want that. Yeah. Particularly, I was actually reading about this one. Or this topic in, uh, what was it? Star Wars Galaxy Heroes, the game yeah. for the mobile phone. Because you can buy packs on there, but they don't disclose any information about what percentage of the stuff you get is. They just say, you can win this and this and this and this. They just show you what you can win. They don't tell you what the chances are. So it completely kind of fucks everything up there. But yeah, this will be great because from I heard, this game's kind of big in China, the Star Wars one, so yeah. it'll be nice to see some actual percentages and stats as far as what it is, and if they were fucking lying to us, then people can actually complain and yeah, get it's... some shit back because fuck EA, right? No, and it's, it, it goes like, like, wouldn't it be nice to have those stats for, like, Overwatch or something, too? Yeah, no, for Overwatch, too, yeah, but, like, well, with over eh, with Overwatch, you can unlock everything through time. There's nothing in the game you can unlock that you have to buy. But you can cash. buy. You can And you get buy. duplicate items out of that occasionally. Well, you can buy items on Overwatch, but everything in the game you can unlock by playing. No, there sure. are items in games like uh, Galaxy of Heroes, the, the mobile game, that you can't access unless you pay for it. Like, actual money. So. Not fair. Yeah, it's the big, like, there are certain characters that are pay to win, they call them. They're like stupid good. Yeah. So, yeah, to actually see percentages and stuff like that would be really good because in that way they say, yeah, you can unlock this character and he's really cool, but if your percentage drop is shit, then why would you even pay for it? So, that'll be good, but we'll see if it even affects the United States because I know this is big I, in China. I'd but... love it too. Uh, it's, like I said, something that I'm like, you know, I actually want this. I didn't know I wanted this until someone mm-hmm. said, like, hey, China's like making this a thing now. Yeah. And I mean, Imagine it also hit Steam, like with like TF2 yep. and Global Global Offensive and all that. Yep. Especially with their whole scandal they had not too long ago. Yep. It'd be nice to have some sort of like, well, all right, community, here you go. Yeah, so. that that that'd be awesome. Well, moving on from that, we have, according to YouTube, the ten most popular video games of 2016. Mm-hmm. At number ten, we have Doom with nine million six hundred and fifty-one thousand six hundred ninety-one views. Not bad. Go Doom. That's more than I was expecting. In, s- in ninth place, we have Watch Dogs. Boo. Mm-hmm. With 10,097,452 views as of the recording of this. In eighth, we have FIFA 17 with 10,644,036 th- oh, 10, views. Mm-hmm. In seventh, we have Pokemon Sun and Moon, surprisingly, because that was kind of a shitty trailer. With 10,767,945 views. In sixth, we have Overwatch with 14,059,394 views. In fifth, we have Clash of Kings, a game I have never heard of before. It's a, 
It's a mobile game. Okay, with 17,080,025 views. Oh. Gears of War 4 has um, 17,091,816 views in fourth. Clash of Clans Hog Rider. Well, in... the Hog Rider is just the trailer. Okay. Clash of Clans is the game. But I'm noticing on here is these, these posts are just like the particular thing like Overwatch Dragons is not the name of the game. Yeah. It's just that animated short for the Overwatch game was called Dragons. No, fair. Yeah, I probably should have been calling out the rest of the title too. So you're, you are correct. But yeah, that's, mm. these are the top 10 most viewed ones and Clash of Clans Hog Rider with 32,332,845 views. Holy fuck. Second, we have Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. With 35,930,951 views. Also, the most disliked video on YouTube last time I checked. And in really? first place, we have Battlefield 1 with 4,864,296 views. Huh. I thought about doing the math and figuring out how many days had been wasted just watching these trailers conceivably, but then I didn't want to be depressed. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, and honestly, I don't think I agree with some of these. Like, there's plenty of hype for like Legend of Zelda. Oh no, this is just the number of views those videos got. Yeah, no, this is eh, just popular trailers, I guess. But no, yeah. it's it's based purely on those are the most viewed trailers. Oh, it's it, that, that that's based purely on views, not best. Just what got looked at the most. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. It's, some of the games on this list, I'm just kind of like, meh. I don't know why I would even have interest, but then I, again, you know, I, don't I know, have taste. I don't know why you would watch a trailer for Clash of Clans willingly. Yeah. No. Well, actually, I take it back. Those, those are kind of funny. I would watch it just because it's funny, but like, I have no reason to watch like a Clash of Kings trailer or Pokemon Sun and Moon. I think the gameplay and everything for that game has not really changed that much. Dynamics are the same. I'll find out when I play the damn game. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, it's kind FIFA? of a Pokemon game. Yeah, FIFA? Yeah, it's soccer. The rules of soccer haven't changed in the last, I don't know, millennia? But what whatever. if they did? They haven't. But what if they did? Have you yeah. seen those grass physics, bro? Oh, yeah, grass physics. You know what? You're right. I'm going to give them one more view right now. Sure. Thank you for that. <laughs> Doom I can understand, though, because Doom was fucking hype. Well, Doom was also, like, people like me sitting there going, like, wait, Doom is good? How the... Oh, Doom is good. Mm-hmm. Doom is real good. Yep. But we'll save that conversation for when we do our Game of the Year stuff, because I will be the Doom Slayer. I will be the champion of Doom. <laughs> Taking that game upon my shoulders for the end zone. But moving on from that to uh, other successful video games... um. Elite Dangerous finally has a PS4 release date. Oh, really? An actual release date, too, not some, like, nebulous, yeah, we're opening the beta thing. Okay, go on. So it, what is the actual release date? It comes to the PS4 second quarter 2017. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, it, that, that'll be the final console that's capable of running that thing. Does, that doesn't have it on it yet. Mm. And... While I'm not a huge fan of Elite Dangerous, that's a real pretty game. And if they're talking about doing, or they're talking about essentially utilizing the PS4 Pro's extra power to do cool things with that, 
that could be a cool tech demo for that system at that point. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see if it actually sticks to the second quarter of 2017. I'm more impressed that they keep supporting that game. Like, I thought that was going to be, uh, yep, we're done, like, moving on to something else. But no, the support for that thing's been respectable. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Nice. I haven't really played too much of it, so... No, I, I, I tried playing it. It wasn't for me. I'm like, this is a cool game. Not for me. Hmm. I don't enjoy flying this much. <laughs> Space is a large open place. Cool. Yeah. If I wanted to waste my time in space, I'd play No Man's Sky. No, this is better than No Man's Sky. Well, I don't know, man. There's a no self-destruct button in the ship in, in um, Elite Dangerous that oh, you can okay. press. You have to <laughs> okay. open a little door and you can slam it with your fist. It's awesome. All right. Well, Elite Dangerous it is then. Fuck No Man's Sky. Yep. Yet again. Yep. Well, speaking of uh, Fuck No Man's Sky, um, moving on to some Pokemon Go news. Oh, yes, that, yeah. That's a segue that works, right? Yeah, per- perfect. <laughs> yeah, so um, to, to put on your conspiracy theory caps and travel back with me and Alex to the early days of Pokemon Go where I'm sure someone said, hey, how long do you think it is until, like, Starbucks or someone pays Niantic a bunch of money to turn every Starbucks into a Pokestop or a gym or something? Yep. Well, yep. Rest assured, as starting 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time on December 8th, so by the time you're hearing this, it'll have already happened mm-hmm. every, uh, as I understand, every Starbucks, all 7,800 of the company-owned Starbucks, that is, in the U.S., are now officially either Pokestops or gyms. Or both, I think I heard. I don't know about the both, but that makes sense i suppose mm-hmm. yeah no i remember we had a lengthy discussion about this like i, I, I think there were early talks about mcdonald's jumping yeah in i know this didn't go anywhere so i was kind of like oh maybe that wasn't gonna happen i i i think it's super shitty starbucks got this first and not like a hey um if you want to promote your business pay us money like if this was open to everyone like if you wanted to pay them like i don't know a couple hundred bucks a month i don't know how much you'd ca- charge for this Mm-hmm. To get your place like as a Pokestop or a gym, I'd be cool with that. But the fact it's like fucking Starbucks gets it, and just Starbucks it seems, that's where I'm like, eh, I don't like this. No, it doesn't surprise me at all. There's no, no way. There's there's no money in like maybe a small business here and there. The money is in these big, huge companies. So them getting Starbucks is perfect because there's, I mean, you can't drive anywhere without seeing a couple Starbucks on the way, number one. Yeah. So... There's increased, you know, this this deal though is a double-edged sword because one, it's great that they have more Pokestops and all that stuff, and there's more for you to do. But at the same time, I mean, when you have like bigger events and stuff like that going on, where there's tons of people there, you're gonna have a lot of foot traffic. A lot of that foot traffic probably won't buy anything. Yeah, so that's actually what I'm curious about because a part of like the the, the old system was like yeah if you're a little local coffee shop or something oh you're a Pokestop, i'll throw a bucket in there or something i'll buy a coffee mm-hmm. but starbucks i'll go and use their wi-fi for free and be like fuck you starbucks fuck you mm-hmm. so we'll see if it works out for yeah. them maybe we'll see other businesses but like for me, I'm thinking double-edged sword because it could it could be great and then it come back and bite them in the ass. Yeah, they have all this foot traffic eating up a store like front 
but no actual business or minimal business. Yeah, I- I've seen what Pokemon Go can do to like a sidewalk where there's nothing to sit on. Mm-hmm. Imagine a Starbucks with free Wi-Fi, air conditioning, and couches. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, dude, like the piers, like Santa yeah. Monica Pier and all those places are, even now, they're still fucking terrible to go to during like Pokemon Go. I remember one time, and to this day, I still feel very guilty about it. Um, I tried to take my girlfriend over to Santa Monica Pier with the dog, and we're going to have a good time, play some Pokemon Go, and it was fucking packed. Like, it was completely and utterly just packed. So we're like, well, fuck this, and we left, and we're pretty disappointed. Yeah. But yeah, like, have this, like, revitalized, especially with Generation 2 coming out soon. I expect to see hear about, like, employees at Starbucks complaining about the lack of business, even though there's tons of people there. Yeah, no, when I was at Disney, actually, we were on a tour thing, and they were like, yeah, no, Pokemon Go changed how we had to deal with security, actually. Yeah. Which is crazy. Well, like, I remember even going to, like, a pier, and they were, like, actually enforcing people to get off the pier, like, at 10 p.m. That was ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's, it's silly. So, we'll see where it goes, but hey, you know, Crystal Ball, uh, our prediction came true. And, you know, obviously it was more your prediction, but I'm going to jump in and steal some credit and say yeah, our prediction. I, <laughs> I, 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 I believe in corporate scumbaggery all the time, so I, I take no happiness in being right where it's like, told you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll see where it goes. Maybe, well, think about it like this, Charlie. You were right about the businesses thing. Sooner or later, you'll probably get your Team Rocket. Man, the number of ideas I've seen for that online where I'm like, no, you're wrong, or yeah, you're totally right about the correct way of doing that is ridiculous. Mm. Like, I'm not the only one. There are now people that are like, no, nah, this needs to be a thing. And I'm like, it's always needed to be a thing. Yeah, no, it's going to happen. I, I, I'm pretty sure now. And if it does happen, you and I are going to Vegas and we're betting on some horses. <laughs> Well, as Jeff will tell you, I'm always inevitably right. Whether I'm right all the time is a separate topic, but given enough time, I tend to be right, where it's like, did you bet on the lack of humanity's greatness? Yes. Ah, crap. It's only a matter of time then, man. (laughs) Well, that's my favorite horse, so it'll be perfect. Lack of humanity. humanity. (laughs) I'd like to bet all of my money on lack of humanity. That's not even... Oh, there it is. It's the skeletal one. Never seen that one before. Why is the rider wearing a a towel? Is that a cloak? Is he carrying a sickle? What's going on here? Or a scythe? Why a sickle? What the Who fuck? owns that stable? Something Wicked Studios? What? That makes sense. <laughs> hey, Charlie, how's that pale horse of yours? Super pale still! <laughs> How you doing, Death? Well, Death's our jockey. Yeah, of course. Here you go. Uh, moving on from that, uh, substantially more normal kind of Nintendo news. Nintendo's mm. offering a $20,000 bounty for those who can find and potentially fix 3DS security flaws. But not for the Wii U. Not for the Wii U. That doesn't surprise me. They're pretty much ending their support for the Wii U. I've consistently seen them release revisions and updates, and it's still been the 3DS or the 3DS XL. Yeah. The Wii U is is dead, as I, we know it. 
I, I can almost commend them for their like treatment of the Wii U at this point. Like there's there's acting like you never like there's like okay yeah the console's a failure and then there's acting like the console doesn't even exist and mm-hmm. that's what they're doing and I'm like damn that's cold Nintendo yeah, I own Wii- one. <laughs> The Wii U is the equivalent to Harry Potter living under the stairs. That's exactly what it is. No, Not but though supposed to know he's there. The Dursleys still fed Harry Potter. Like the Wii U is like, Papa, may, may I have some gruel? No, but Wii U, you don't exist. Stop haunting me. But Papa, I'm alive. I'm your <laughs> son. No, you died with your mother ten years ago. No, Papa. <laughs> the- the doctor said I would live. I I could be so happy if you'd only feed me. No. Oh, poor Wii U. But yeah, like I said, it doesn't surprise me. The 3DS is going to continue to live on because I have yet to hear Nintendo announce anything about a new handheld console. The Switch. Oh well, the Switch is like kind of a combination of it's both, both. But it's, we all know it's more of an actual like TV console. I highly, I'll I would be shocked to see people actually on the street walking around with a Switch. I don't know. I, I No, it's too much. Like, it's too easy to just, you know, it's it's big. It's too easy to swipe. I'm sorry. I, I grew up in a pessimistic neighborhood, in the hood. No, it's no. It's too I, easy to I, fucking I swipe. I get what you're saying, but I also saw that Switch ad where people were like, yo, you want to play this Switch? We just got done playing basketball. Let's play some basketball on the Switch now. Yeah. Because that's how it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to walk down to a basketball court with my Switch, and all these guys going to be playing basketball, and afterwards it'll be like, hey, bros, you guys want to play some Nintendo with my Switch? And then after I'm done getting pummeled to death and missing my backpack and my <laughs> Switch, I'll realize this was probably a terrible fucking idea. Yeah, this the Switch only works at trendy rooftop parties, FYI. It detects yeah. if you're cool enough to play with it. And even then, you can tell they were tired of her shit, because it's like, oh, she brought the goddamn Switch again. Like, can we just have a normal time together and hang out? God like, damn I it, have Margaret. Mario always, Kart. God damn it, Margaret. Always with the weird Game Boy. It's a Switch. Whatever. Exactly. And we all know, like, with, even with my family, they're going to butcher and call it Nintendo anyway. Just, that's what it's called. It's always been a Nintendo. It'll always be a Nintendo. I'm hoping they go, my mom's what you call it, an Xbox or something. Like, just a grossly wrong label for it. <laughs> No, see, the thing is with my mom, everything's a Nintendo. That's like that's fair. Yeah, I'm playing PS4. Oh, just get off the Nintendo. Like, it's not a Nintendo. Yeah. It's always going to be a Nintendo. Yeah. So. It's how you tell if they're robots, though, if they know what the video game console is. True. I would be very concerned. Yes. Moving on from so. that to a little more Nintendo news. Um, uh, speaking of the Switch, I suppose, actually, they have reported that the Switch's virtual console will have some GameCube games. Including Smash Brothers Melee. Let's see how that works, but yeah, that that could be pretty goddamn cool. Yeah, no, that's gonna be great. See, that I could see happening. Like some kid takes a switch to school and just play Melee during recess and lunch. That I could see happening. He'll still get his ass beat, but I can at least see them playing a couple matches before things get heated. <laughs> hey Jimmy, you brought your switch today? Yeah, let's do some play. Let's do some PvP. And then I'm stealing it from you. Okay. Exactly. Fine. But, I mean, yeah, the the GameCube game, there were some really fun GameCube games. The GameCube was probably one of the better Nintendo consoles. It was phenomenal. The controller was kind of weird at first, but I, I I have yet to hear somebody actually still, to this day, complain about the controller. Like, it was a great controller. C-Stick! 
fuck that shit. Nobody ever used that fucking thing. I had to play Goldeneye on that thing. No, well, yeah. But see, then why would you play Goldeneye on the GameCube? I didn't own Goldeneye a PS2. Made... I backed ah. the GameCube because my mom and dad were like, don't you want an Xbox? And I'm like, no, Nintendo brought me to this party. Loyalty. And then I got a GameCube. But see, I don't know. Everyone GameCube else had two real things. sticks. But then again, Nintendo's always been about going against against the green with the controllers. I mean, look at the Switch controller. It's all weird. Yeah, like it's a portable or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. But again, even the gamepad for the Wii U, the, you know, redheaded well, stepchild of consoles is just kind of weird. Well, so no one ever talks about the super pimp move you can do with the Wii U, turning it into the ultimate ma- uh, mobile console. Oh, where you get a battery backup and you put it in a backpack and you hook that up to the console and you take the gamepad with you on planes and then you play Bayonetta 2 in the air and freak everyone around you the fuck out. That's actually, I never thought about that. That's right. Holy shit. It's totally thing, a thing you can do. I could have done that on the plane. Fuck. It's not a oh, smart well. move because battery backups are heavy as shit. But, well, no, because if I take it on a plane, they have power outlets you can plug into the chairs. At least my flight did. Uh, your flight did. I have not been on a plane recently that had that functionality. Yeah, I had my phone charging the whole time. But yeah, no, you just whip out that Wii U gamepad and you're like, yeah, it's, the, it's, it's gonna say, is that a Game Boy? Yes, this is a Game Boy. A giant, flat Game Boy. Holy shit, what a game changer. And then you play, got- and, and play Bayonetta 2 on a plane and then you win at life. It's, it's pretty simple. Maybe now I can actually play some Zelda. Like, no, no, get caught up. you play Bayonetta 2 on the plane, because then you can be in a plane, surfing on a plane, fighting a demon in the video game. Exhibit would be proud of the yeah. situation. Because someone will lean over to you and go, what are you watching? And you go, I'm not watching shit. <laughs> and you punch him in the face for not knowing what Bayonetta is. I've never played Bayonetta, so I'm probably going to get punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are for that. <sighs> we at SWS have strict rules about none of what Bayonetta is. Really? Well, I'm gonna get punched. Fuck. We'll probably live on the tradition of bringing Bayonetta two up at least as part of the live stream again this year for extra life. If Sounds we do good. it, it shows up for an hour. We're like, man, we're so tired. Bayonetta two will fix that. Oh God, this was a mistake. The timing <laughs> is all off. How do you dodge? Yeah. How about moving on from that to um just dumb news, I suppose. A um anti-tobacco group on um, the Truth Initiative is pushing that any game that features tobacco use, specifically tobacco imagery, specifically smoking, get slapped with an M for mature rating. Stupid. Yep. Stupid. Yep. Because if that's the case, any movie that features smoking should also have automatic R. Is that that's the same thing? Which is stupid because you can watch a movie like Mrs. Doubtfire, and if somebody happens to smoke a cigarette in the background, automatic rated R because they smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Fucking stupid. I get it that you know they don't want people to they don't want kids to smoke tobacco. Yeah. All right. Fine. But I've never looked at something I saw in a video game like you know what I think I can do that. I'm going to go fucking do whatever I just saw in the game. No, that doesn't happen. 
The Truth yeah. Initiative is slowly turning into like PETA for video games and movies and stuff like that. Yeah, They're edging I, on that territory. I, the reaction I had where it's like. Generally, a game that contains smoking has so many other things you should find more questionable or objectionable that's like, oh, there's smoking. I, 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 did you not see how I lit the cigarette? How? I I lit it by dragging a demon's face across the ground for 100 yards so its nose ring got hot enough for me to light my cigarette on that. That's the part maybe you should object to, not the fact that I'm smoking now. But Charlie, tobacco is a silent killer. Everyone knows that. So is carbon monoxide, lead, <laughs> pigeons, bird flu, me. It's the silent killer I can complain about and actually try to make a difference. Not going to make a difference with pigeons, but I sure as hell can complain about cigarettes. You can in Grand Theft Auto 4. This is an achievement for hunting pigeons. Is there? There's the disease pigeons. There's like, a, there's like a hundred of them in the game. It's one of oh. the hardest <laughs> achievements to get in that game. Oh. Leave it to Rockstar to do something... Interesting link there. Yeah. Uh, so moving on from that, though, um, we've talked about VR a couple times in a variety of ways. Um, uh, apparently, Sony's already the leader in VR, though. The, the PS4 system, the PlayStation VR, mm -hmm. is in the lead with 30% of VR space. Does not surprise me at all. It doesn't surprise me either. But again, like as someone who's like, I think I've said it a couple times, like if the PlayStation VR can't sell VR, VR won't happen this time around. Mm -hmm. It's like the PlayStation VR is not that impressive still. Where it's like, is it the most accessible? Sure. Is it good yet? Not all the way. Well, I mean, the Sony and the PlayStation is having another effect yet again, just like it did with the HD DVD and the Blu-ray War where it was easy to get exposure to it, because if you bought a PS3, you automatically got a Blu-ray player, when, like, Xbox was pushing, oh, you can buy a side adapter for the HD DVD to get that. So yeah. it doesn't surprise me that PlayStation VR is doing better than Oculus and the Vive, whatever they call it. But Bye. Oculus, fuck them. They sold themselves to Facebook, and they want so much information to be able to use an Oculus. Fuck them. Because so. people brought it up lately, like, there's still been no public message yet from Palmer Lucky after that whole debacle that happened. Like, mm -hmm. I, I want to know what the fuck's up with that. Like, is he in some, like, cabin in the woods waiting for the internet to come for him or some shit? He's hanging out with Sean Murray and the No Man's Sky uh, crew. They're they're basically having a competition of hide and No, seek. no, they broke their sounds. They released the 1.1 patch, which added stuff. Yeah, well, they're shitty hide-and-seek players. This guy's going for the gold. Fair Clearly. enough. Palmer Lucky, hide-and-seek champion. <laughs> also, speaking of uh, Palmer Lucky and being the hide-and-seek champion, uh, Vivendi's stake in Ubisoft has passed 25%. The takeover oh. is coming. Five more percent. And Vivendi, under law, is required to make an offer on Ubisoft. Hmm. So that would mean that because Universal owns Vivendi, as far as I'm, as far as I know, right? Yeah, Universal. Vivendi? Uh, no, no, Vivendi is a large French media conglomerate. Like they used to own Ubisoft. They owned Activision at one point, I think, too. I could have sworn I see Vivendi with like Universal. Hold on, I I, I gotta believe look. that. I don't know. I could have sworn I just. Yeah, Vivendi. Yeah, v formerly Vivendi Universal SA. 
Yeah, they used to be with Universal. Oh, okay, yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Um. Yep, and involved with Universal Studios, NBC, all that stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, so they're gonna own Ubisoft. Is that what we're getting to? I, uh, me and Jeff, have been tracking this for. Literally months now, because I'm kind of like, stop fucking teasing us and just swallow them already. Rise from the depths of Vendi, unhinge your jaw, and devour Ubisoft. End Assassin's Creed, or make so many Assassin's Creed, the world is forced to admit that they suck. <laughs> devour. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna happen. Yeah, and I... I've said it before and I'll say it again. I until like Vivendi ruins Ubisoft, I might kind of be totally okay with Ubisoft being forced to change its business model cuz I have not liked a lot of the stuff they put out recently. Hmm. Actually, you know, now that I think about it, um they'd be part of the Activision crew as well, Vivendi cuz they also No, no, own Vivendi and Activision right? aren't together anymore. Oh, okay. That's uh, separate. That's right. Yeah. Um, in 20, yeah, 2008. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I totally forgot, but yeah. Um, I guess they want another, eh, it's gonna happen. Yeah, they, they've been swallowing up, um, like, mobile phone developing companies here and there, left and right, and I think this is really the first, like, major developer they've gone after. The fact it's a major developer I don't like actively, or not, not actively, but, like, they have no franchises I find beloved to me. So I'm kind of like, yeah, fucking whatever. D do it. I want to see what happens. Burn the world. I want to see it. Fix the division, Vivendi. Only you can. Well, I if they ever bring back Winamp, like full blast, well, shoutcast. I think did they bring back Winamp because I know they own it now. Apparently, from Don't what know. I'm reading here. So, well, yeah. Um, eh, I don't know how I feel about it. Don't really know too much. I know they make, they have, they own Game Loft, which. They make tons of those mobile games you talked about, yeah. so... Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't really interest me too much, this this uh, this whole thing, but maybe if they can do something nice with some of the franchise, like, maybe, I don't know, do something good with the Division. We'll see. Yeah, I've just found the kind of slow consumption that it's been the entire time the fascinating thing, because it's like some... It's, it's really weird getting to watch a large company stalk a smaller company that I understand where it's like, hey, video games, I understand that. I don't understand, like, oil contracts, though, but video games, I get, and it's like, no, no, they're coming for Ubisoft. And I'm like, no, Ubisoft, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I, I think uh, just regular reaction, like what I had was just kind of like, eh, okay. Pretty much how most people feel about it, but... yeah. What are you going to do? Make Watch Dogs 3 a mobile game only? I'd actually go. be super okay with that. So Ninantic and Vivetti announced Watch Dogs 3, where you can go hack the world using geocaching. So uh, moving on from that, uh, more Ubisoft news, though. Um, did you hear the rumor that Division players were back up at launch numbers? Uh, probably not, because it probably isn't. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be correct. So Ubisoft reported that after the 1.4 patch, the survival mode patch, for lack of a better phrase, mm. player numbers were back. I they weren't. I doubt that because I'm not playing. <laughs> I 
I haven't played that game for a long time. And you shouldn't be. As as the official Something Wicked Studios dumpster fire of the year that we love to watch the news on, that will probably be brought up during our Game of the Year conversations because we got some thoughts on that shit. I... Yeah. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. But it's nice for them to dream. Good for them. I... I I, I just love how hard they're working, where it's like, no, we're relevant still. Maybe mm. we're not. <laughs> that that game is so missed the bus, where it's like, the only thing that can fix is Division 2. I, let me rephrase. I think the Ghost Recon Wildlands, if that thing is good, they could mm. learn some things from that they could use to make a better Division. Hmm. But like that, that, so many things of that game's base level I just think are wrong, that there's no fixing that game as it stands. Yeah. No, it's just, it's, I don't know. Like, I remember we were playing it, and we had a lengthy discussion about it off, you know, off yeah. any recording stuff and like that, but yeah, there was a lot of issues with it, and it doesn't seem to be addressed, and I think the last time I gave a shit was when the whole thing with the gear and the exploit and the wall and yeah. all that shit. And that's pretty much when I stopped caring, so. Yeah. Nah, so, uh, moving on from that, though, um... Apparently, almost two-fifths of Steam's entire library was released in 2016. Doesn't surprise me. That lots of indie su- games. Yeah. You know, lots of green light stuff. Like, it's just, there are people just pumping stuff into the shop now. Yeah. And it's easy to get green lit. You know, you get enough support, you go on there, you can get something to happen. It doesn't surprise me at all. That's still just insane, though. Like, I... I mean, it, I mean the number. Yeah, if you think about it, over how I mean, how long has Steam been out? It's at least a, almost a decade now, if not more. Something like that. But you've not, you've not been able to buy games the entire time. Yeah. Well, I mean, also like in the last. Uh, well, that would be just sales. I don't mean anything as far. As yeah. This is more in terms of like just the, the library, so to speak. But I think just I mean, Steam has grown quite a bit. Oh yeah, tons. So it doesn't. Like, it's just it was a matter of time. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think with the addition of, like, as far as big release games go, th- those still kind of happen on a normal schedule. It's the small indie games and the platform, the accessibility for something to get greenlit in the uh, in the shop that makes it a lot easier. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if next year they kind of blow, at least similar, not necessarily similar, but, like, close to numbers next year. Just yeah. because there's so much you can, like, it's easy to get on the, the greenlight shop and all that. No, stuff. that's true. That's very true. Uh, if I learn anything from IndieCade, it's like, Wow, there's a lot of stuff out there, and yep, and some of it's cool, and the rest of it is out there. Yep. So, yeah, yeah like I said it's it's the it's the indie side, for sure. Yeah. Well, so our our last little piece of news that's definitely not indie before we jump into our main topic of um, PSX and the Game Awards is. Uh, Potentially the last major update to Destiny comes out December 13th, the day after this podcast in theory goes up, um, is called The Dawning? Yeah, The Dawning. The Dawning. You have to have, um, what's it called, uh, The uh, Rise of Iron to get access to it. It's bringing the Sparrow Racing League back. SRL, the best thing in Destiny! You remember you talked about that. Uh, it, that it was is, one of the things on your on your wish list. It is so dumb, but also kind of so not the rest of the game. It's kind of cool. 
that I love mm. it so much. Like it, it's it's silly and it's dumb in the right way that that game occasionally needs. So I I'm a huge fan of the original SRL partially because it was we put a racing game in Destiny. That's stupid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, I never got to experience it when I because I'm a I'm a what do you what is, what is the word for me? I'm not sure we ever came up with a phrase for you guys. Um, you're technically a taken tot, but barely a taken tot. Yeah, barely a taken tot. Yeah, that's what I would fall under. So I wouldn't know anything about the racing league. Yeah. So this will be my you know be gentle. It's my first time. Oh no, it's it's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, racing on sparrows, which is about as disorganized as you can imagine it might be. <laughs> but so unlike last time this came around, it's coming as part of the dawning, the holiday event, and I only care about this because some of the coolest armor sets the game has had so far are mm. available as part of this event. So holy oh. shit, maybe I actually care about Rise of Iron again, because some of that stuff is sweet looking. Mm. And there's got to be some quests, some gears, some shaders, some masks, some emblems, you know, typical Destiny event stuff, but yeah. Of course. Yeah. Oh, well, then we definitely need to do some some coverage. Yeah, there'll probably this be thing, something so. for it. But so uh, I guess actually in a weird way, the most important thing for me to have back is the icebreaker is back finally. Mm. You don't mm, know what that is. It. Nope. <laughs> it is an infinite right ammo sniper rifle. What? It ha You can't reload it as a recharging clip. Ah, it was a really big deal in the first year of Destiny. Didn't get carried over into the later content, but it's back finally now as part of this event. So it's a pretty big deal for some of us. We're like, oh, icebreaker, you say? <laughs> Why, hello there, Rise of Iron. I didn't see you there. Have you gotten hotter? Has your meta involved more sniping lately? You looking good, girl. Oh. That's a good way to break the ice. Yeah. Hey! Icebreaker. It will not get you laid. Unless you're in certain crowds, then maybe. <laughs> oh, well, I look forward to trying to farm yeah. it out. No, so. it's, I, if they're smart, they'll make it so you can get through a quest, because that thing is really useful in a variety of ways. Mm. It, it's one of the strongest exotics from year one, where it's like, no, no. This thing is a very specific purpose. What's that? It's an infinite ammo sniper rifle. Oh, yeah. It's good mm -hmm. against bosses. Why? Because you can just get those sniper shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that about does it for our typical news, if you will. Which brings us to our main topic, as telegraphed several times by now. We're talking about the Game Awards and PSX. Did, mm -hmm. did you watch either of these things, Alex? I caught things here and there. I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing Fair. through. Like, you know, I, I heard of the little, the little fun stuff like the YouTube incident. Um, I saw the an article about Guillermo del Toro basically telling fuck Konami, and I think yeah. he just speaks for the people at that point. I love the big fuck you with Hideo Kojima basically getting an award, you know, to make up for MGS5. That was fun. Uh, yeah, of so course... I Let's talk well, about let's, the Game Awards yeah. first, or the giant commercial for this time of year, as it probably maybe should be retired a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's. How do you feel about the Game Awards existing? Like, seeing us every news outlet, including something Wicked Studios does its own Game of the Year stuff, like, does it make sense that we have a 
like game of the year or not a game of the year, but the game awards official. Yeah, only because it's filling the hole that G4 left when it fell apart. Because if they had done their own Game Awards thing, it would have been great, and everybody would have watched it because G4 was kind of the central yeah. hub for that stuff for its time. And when they closed their doors, it pretty much just left a huge gaping hole in, huge gaping hole in gamers' hearts that can only be filled through, you know, pseudo-celebrity award ceremony stuff, which is kind of nice. Yeah. So... Now we have the Game Awards. Yeah. I, Not to say you don't enjoy it, it's just, you know. Yeah. No, it's I, I appreciate that it exists, but at the same time, it's always like, right, I don't like award shows. Mm-hmm. And this is an especially weird award show that every single person needs to tell you how fucking heavy that award is. Mm-hmm. And um, motherfucking Schick Hydro Robot was there. Yeah, that I, I don't remember. I don't remember seeing. Uh, it's, that it's worth googling some pictures of it because there's like there's just weird shots of them like interviewing a dude in like a chic hydro razor robot outfit, and you're like, the fuck is going on at the game awards? That there's just some dude there. He's obviously being paid to be these obviously a product placement thing, but like, oh, of course, you, you made a mecha suit out of the chic hydro razor, huh? That's a choice. Yep. Right. So this year it was the Schick Hydro Razor bot. Next year it'll be the Axe uh, Transformer, because clearly they're just marketing like. So yeah, you guys probably need this. Yeah. So here's the Axe Knight. You know he sprays enemies with Axe body spray. Yeah. And uh, his partner in crime, his uh, what do they call the uh, knights? Have a what do you call him? Squire. A squire. Yeah, the squire is uh, Sir Hand Lotion or Sir. Uh, Antibacterial cream or whatever. Yeah. They're, they're, it's, it's, it's I thought it was the dynamic duo of Douche and Axe. There you go. Douche, Axe. That could work. He'd have to have Jaeger, but then, yeah. you know, then the Truth Initiative might show up and say, no, there's alcohol. you got to make sure there's an M rating. No, they only care about smoking. You can drink yourself to death, and that's your choice because alcohol is an impressionable situation either. No one oh. drinks because of peer pressure ever, Alex. Yeah, well, fair enough. Good point. This podcast is definitely not proof of the dangers of alcohol. <laughs> no, but blood blood drunk is. Oh, blood drunk. You're coming back. That's my 2017 resolution. <laughs> it must rise. Oh, fuck. Mostly so people have an idea what the fuck we're talking about when we say blood drunk is coming back. Yeah, blood drunk is coming back is our, like, no Man's Sky, sure, we're going to tell you guys all about the new update stuff coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, we'll it's make coming, that mistake. It's coming, guys! <laughs> we'll make that mistake a second time. <laughs> Fuck it, why not? Oh, that was so fucking heinous, but I look forward to it again. Oddly yeah, it's, it's, it's the blood drunk. Yep. Our hands are painted red. <laughs> yeah, so I've... Not a lot really happened. There's some reveals I'm sure you've heard about by now. I guess the, the big highlights for the Game Awards for me was they showed off actual Mass Effect Andromeda gameplay footage, and that looked mm. pretty sweet. The new Death Stranding trailer was like, holy shit, that's weird. And well, I don't yeah. want anything else. I just want weird. Oh, yeah. It was It was actually It was really well done. Like, I really enjoyed Like, the first one we saw with, what's his name? From uh, Boondock Saints and Walking Dead. Norman Reedus was just kind of like, what? it was a big what the fuck. At least now we kind of have an idea of where it's kind of going, because you have... Hannibal, who's like leading some military army of like robots. Did you see the fact that they were tethered to him? Yes, that's what I mean. And like, they, they have were just skull faces. Him? Yeah, 
Like, he's just some sort of weird, like, mutant leader guy, and he's like, go, my soldier dogs. And, and there was the tentacle tank? Yeah. that's what I'm, It's some trippy shit. So whatever it is is going on with babies and, like, this new world order of, like, tentacle, like, fetish soldier shit, like, who knows, but... I, I just love the idea that, like, this is unchained Kojima, where it's, like... For the last couple of years, Kojima's had like a giant boulder on his back. Creatively, he's had to carry from game to game. And this is like, be free. He draws like giant weird tentacle mech wings and soars off into game development sky where it's like, oh God, what have we done? What have we done? Mm-hmm. This is that, it's the equivalent to that and, you know, having a dry spell and not getting any for a while. And then you finally just unleashed and yeah. it's just the most... Um, Beautifully scary thing ever. Like, well, so you heard the crazy thing about the trailers, right? That oh yeah, you were telling me there's like a big theory about like it's telling a story about fuck you Konami. There's, the, or there's like also that? that, but there's also the fact that if you start both trailers at the same time, the vid- the baby vanishes from one video into the other video perfectly. Like someone obviously synced this shit up when they made them so like the Norman Reedus holding the baby the baby vanishes and appears in Guillermo del Toro's hands like exactly at the same time holy shit Konami uh, Kojima's like yes this will be my masterpiece this is what has to happen he he oh god he's the gaming industry's top tier troll I, that, that's 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 what i want for the time being like i don't really like i don't care about the game i just want like unhinged kojima just out there being like look at me yeah he's he's giving us like gaming cock tease, yeah. but we love it and we want more and I, even though like it's it's like eh, it's here, it's there, like it just dabbles in it, but it's Kojima, and you know. I'd be okay if he's just making a weird, fucked up movie at this point too. Like, it, in the strangest way, it's just like let Kojima be Kojima for a second. Like, just let's let him get this out of his system, and he can go make some other games after this. Like, this has got to be some weird shit. I'm yeah. sure of it. But it's so good. Yeah, like, it, oh, it's exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm glad Kojima has been unhinged. Oh yeah, no. Or, I, I want I want Guillermo del Toro running into tunnels to avoid the weird robot tentacle troopers to fight Hannibal, who has fucking soldiers tethered to him, and walking in oil and stuff like that. That's that's kind of what I want right now from Kojima, where it's like, I don't know where this is going, but I want to take this trip with you. I I, I want to see what you think this is. Yeah, and like, have you noticed like one of the a lot of the big names on the. The game itself are actually like celebrities who yeah. are like mocapping or whatever. Like you have yeah. Hannibal, you have Norman Reedus, Guillermo del Toro. Like they've all been like very famous people. So I wouldn't be surprised if you've got more like big name actors actually going into like doing this uh, the CGI thing. But well, I love and the I'm... fact that he like the, the guy from Hannibal's the one doing it. Where he's I wish I remember his name right now. It's like Nick Ma- Nicky Mads or something. Like, he's one of my favorite actors because it's like no no you play some fucking villains man like. You are a good-ass actor. Oh, yeah, no, he's creepy as fuck. Yeah. It's great. Hannibal was fantastic. You and Casino Royale, also fantastic. (laughs) I will take whatever you are in because it's like, the rest of this is kind of terrible. What's he up to? Oh, shit, that's some acting. Yeah, no, he's fucking great. So when I saw him, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it is good. I actually liked it. Like, okay, I remember, I don't know if you... Remember when I talked about this before, when we first talked about this trailer? Like, not this one, but the, the first one. The old one, yeah. 
yeah, where like I like, well, maybe he's just kind of following through on the fan service for having Norman Reedus because he's such a big name right now. And don't get me wrong, I love Norman Reedus; he's great. But like, you know, he's got huge recognition, so it's like he was supposed to be in the Silent Hill game, which is also yeah. used to be Konami as well, right? That was gonna be Konami, and that's what you had yeah. Guillermo del Toro out there saying "fuck Konami" for. Exactly. I, 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 in the dumbest way possible, I really enjoy the fact that he's out there doing that. Where it's like, "fuck you, Konami! What are you gonna do to me? Not make my movies that you wouldn't make anyway?" Yeah. Whatever. It's, exactly. Like it's it's his, it's a different industry, so he can walk around. Yeah. You know? Double middle fingers up in the air. Oh, fuck it, you, Konami. It, and I it, love that everybody's like, yeah, this is great. Fuck Konami. It's the most immature, petty bullshit ever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay with this, actually. Yeah. Well, you can never get away with it in like Hollywood as yeah. far as the movie studios go. You tell a studio to go fuck themselves. Good luck, you know. Unless you're like some sort of big name like... Uh, no, no. Even then, you still have to suck the executive's cock to get your movie made at that point. Like, that's... Yeah. I don't know. There are some people who can generally get away with saying fuck all. I don't and know. And they can still make films. Like, I guarantee you if, like, what's his name, uh, uh, Coppola or whatever, what's his name? I can't remember. DiCaprio? No. Uh, Coppola, he's a director? I can't remember. He made a lot of those old, like, I want to say, like, the Italian mobster films or something like that, I think. I don't know. I'm terrible with films. If anyone's ever told you anything about me in movies, I'm bad at them. But, like, yeah, if, like, if you had a, you know, God, I'm getting a death stare right now, but, yeah. Like, if you had some huge, big-name director just like, ah, fuck the studio, I guarantee you they could still find work. Yeah, maybe. I, I I don't know. Look at fucking Roman Pulowski. He's accused of, like, molesting some minor. Still making movies. Sure, he's in Europe, but he's still making movies. But he and didn't divorce. tell a studio to go fuck themselves. Well, yeah, clearly. You follow a kid, sure, but you tell a studio to go fuck themselves, and yeah, but, you know. Yeah, this is, this is too dark even for the Wicked Awesome cast at this point. <laughs> The Wicked Awesome cast does not condone pedophilia. That's a sentence I never thought I'd have to say in the podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm never coming back to the podcast, I no, guess. You're, you're definitely coming back after that. That's a one-of-us moment. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like, if you had a huge name in Hollywood, they can say fuck all. And, like, yeah. You'd be fine. So. Oh, I get you. I and I guess it's worth mentioning that, um, at least according to the Game Awards, if you take stock in such things, they believe Overwatch is the game of the year. And I agree 100%. We'll discuss this at a later date when Something <laughs> Wicked Studios, the only game of the year list you should care about, throws down and decides who is actually the game of the year. Uh, spoiler alert, it's Overwatch. But, At least that's where my vote is. <laughs> uh, we, we will talk about this later. It's not Overwatch. <laughs> Let me rephrase. If I can be convinced otherwise, I will vote for Overwatch. But I think, like, games like Pokemon Go might technically beat Overwatch in a weird way. You know, I could see the argument for it, but yeah, let's... let's we'll have this... The, the we will talk yeah. about this in a couple weeks, probably, where... We'll all be in the same room so we can throw things at each other, except for Jeff, we'll be in a monitor, but he's got Skype delay to deal with, so he gets, whatever. Game. Can we invest in, like, a Something Wicked Studios, like, shot collar thing that works through, like, the internet? So, like, he has something attached to him, so if we're frustrated at Jeff, we can press a button and zap him. I'll get our R&D department on that immediately. <laughs> Perfect. And they make those pillows where, like, it can you can sense your heartbeat of your significant other across the world. There's no way we can't do it like a 
a shock button for somebody that is across the country. We could rig something up. That sounds like something we'd be interested in putting money exactly. into. Exactly. Let's get on an R&D team. Also, I didn't know we had an R&D team. I am the R&D team. Perfect. Get on an R&D team. Our technical department will handle that. Are you the technical department? Yes. Yes. <laughs> also, R&D. I wear many hats. But yes, yeah, so... um. So, so literally, the PSX event, 2016 PSX event, was started the day after the Game Awards. So that's why I'm kind of lumping the two together. Like little things happened, like um, the Kojima Kojima had a fucking panel at PSX to talk about the footage he showed off at Game Awards, which I think's amazing because it's like, well, y- yeah, of course I'm here. They're the ones publishing my game. But at the same time, it's like, no, we're going to show it the day before this. Why? Because I want everyone being like, what is going on as long as possible? Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm all for it. Yeah. So Bring it on. I got to be at PSX. Did you watch any of PSX, Alex? I caught some stuff. I'm really excited about some of the news because I also did watch some of the uh, some of the FGC stuff because they had Capcom Cup going on. Yep. The finals happened at, uh, at PlayStation Experience this year, so yep. I, was, I was kind of invested in that. But yes, I heard some pretty good stuff coming out of there. Excited about a lot of the stuff coming out. Yes. So before we dive into the various announcements and our feelings about those, I want to talk about PSX for a quick second, which is it's a really cool thing. If you go to E3, though, you have no reason to fucking go to it. Ah. Like, it, it, I had played everything there already at E3, which it was cool to see some of the stuff again. Like, it is the ultimate fan service convention where it's like... Fucking yeah, video games, which is super cool, except for the fact that, like, the Ubisoft booth, air quotations, had, like, mm. Watch Dogs 2 as one of the two games you could play there. And you had me sitting there being like, I can play that at home. Why is there yeah. a line for Watch Dogs 2? But so you can have people watch you play, which I... is the big thing. Start a YouTube channel then. <laughs> no, so, and uh, it's. I also occasionally with these type of events, I'm reminded why I'm like, you know, I'm kind of glad E3 is a industry-only event. And as weird as that sounds, it's because, like, I played the SRL demo they had at uh, PSX because it's like, oh, it's Destiny. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to play the Destiny thing. Why? I play way too much Destiny. I'm going to check this out. I'll, I'll be able to play it in, like, a week. So who cares? But at the same time, yeah, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And I was standing in line with people that had been through that line seven times already because they're like, we have to show you how good we are at Destiny. I'm like, it's SRL, the most broken of the PVPs. Yeah. We're just here to be like, oh, that's what's new this year. Okay. Yeah, like it, it was. it brought out the weird gaming douchebaggery in people. Like the, um, the Capcom booth that was showing off Street Fighter V had, like, people doing button checks between matches to the point where it's like, it's a demo. Just fucking play. You never know, all right? EG could be recruiting some people right out of the booth right there. I I don't think so. (laughs) Don't ruin my dreams, I don't think so, but... (laughs) Yeah, there was some cool stuff on that. They had, like, an augmented reality game where, like, you got... When you checked in and did certain things, you got points towards the score, and you could just unlock achievements that mm-hmm. transcended like physical cards and stuff like that. There was some cool stuff going on that like for, was for like the hardcore trophy hunter crowd, and mm-hmm. at the same time, it was like this is also some bullshit. Why? Because it encourages you to be kind of an asshole to people. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so I, I do have one apology, I guess, to PSX and funny story before we dive into all the stuff on. Um, 
So I arrived there and accidentally cut half of the line to get into the venue. No, you didn't. You did what you were going to do. That's that's a something Wicked Studios way. It was intended. Oh no, I I did I I didn't realize I'd cut the line until like the uh, the doors opened at ten. I got there at ten thirty, and by pure like I was walking, I'm like, hey, is that badge pickup? And people were like, yep, that's exactly where badge pickup is. So I mm. went in, not realizing I had just cut the line they'd been forming since two a.m. that morning to get to badge pickup. Oh well. They're lost for not saying anything. Yeah, so I'm in line waiting to get into the venue with people like, oh, when did you get here? Oh, I was here at like 4 a.m. I'm like, huh, when did you get here? Half an hour ago. <laughs> I feel like an asshole. <laughs> Whoops. And like the best part is I'm like, hey, is this badge pickup? Absolutely. Go on in. Okay, later. Oh, I did a bad thing. I did a real bad thing. I feel bad now. Not really, but... I wouldn't feel bad. I didn't ultimately, but it was just one of those things where like... In the moment, it was, huh, that's a mistake. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, oh, well. people I cut. <laughs> I didn't even have a well, press pass. It was just like, hey, can I go that way? Oh, yeah, you didn't have a press pass? No, I was just a general ass. attendee where I'm like, hey, can I go in there? Sure. Okay. Wow, you are an ass. Yeah. Holy shit. I felt bad. Didn't do it intentionally, so I don't feel as bad as I could, but... If I had if I had a bell, I would hit you with the Game of Thrones. Shame. Ding 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 ding. Shame. Shame. Ding 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 ding. You watched that, right? Oh yeah, of course. Okay, good. I'm a bigger fan of her work in the bottled water commercials, but <laughs> her work in Soda Stream commercials is fantastic. Ah. Oh, oh so wait, Hodor? No, no. Um, the Mountain and the um Shame Lady are both now in Soda Stream commercials. She follows people taking bubbled water home from the stores going, shame, ding, ding, shame. (laughs) And then the other one's the mountain, like, talking about how you don't need to destroy the environment to have fizzy water. Not important. We're a gaming podcast, damn it. PSX 2016, (laughs) stuff happens. So um, moving into it, I I think the most important announcement that came out of it was NAC 2. Tell me more. I'm being sarcastic. No one gives a fuck about NAC two. <laughs> that's that's like some that's like an internet joke made real, which is happening a lot this year. So maybe we should stop letting the jo- internet make jokes. But 2016 has been one big giant fucking joke. Are yeah. you surprised that there no no industry is immune to it. Yeah. So um yeah NAC two you know that knack that um kind of terrible launch game for the PS4 no one wanted a sequel to. We're mm. getting a sequel. It shows yes. off particle physics still, I guess. I just love the fact that that thing is somehow been willed into existence. Like, that's some, like, mind meld, Council of the Elders, Dark Sacrifice, Blood in the Spawning Pit, like, and now Knack 2 emerges. Who let this happen? <laughs> I don't know. I... I... So what is Knack? Tell me about it, because I don't know anything about it. Uh, it's kind of a third-person platformer. So you play as Knack, uh, like a robot thing that collects particles and gets bigger, and like can turn into a giant star, uh, can turn into a giant skyscraper mecha at certain times. But uh, it's ever played Jack and Daxter? I've heard of Jack and Daxter. I might have played it, but I don't remember too much of it. But yeah. Like, this is a 3D platformer back from, like, the PS2 era days. 
brought mm. to the modern era with graphics, but not much else in improvements, where it's like, okay, this is a thing. Wow, so, we wow. really hate goblins, apparently. Okay. Hmm. So you play this guy named Knack. Knack? Is Knack a last name? No, Knack's just, he's the robot. The robot's name is Knack. Ah. And there's now well, you... uh, there's now multiplayer in this where there's a blue knack that you can team up with for reasons. So, huh. I did you hear? I don't know. I was listening to some of the story, and did you hear? Like, I guess Knack has a brother. Yeah, that's uh, I mean Nick. Yeah, Nick Knack. He runs the mob. Nick Knack Paddywhack is what he does. <laughs> I, I fear by the time this podcast goes up, everyone will already made that joke. <laughs> And we'll be ripping someone else off, but that's the obvious <sighs> joke to make you fool. Well, I went for it, all right? I, that, I'm all about layups. That's right? fair. <laughs> that's not a layup. That's like... That's a layup. No, that's someone that who like, a has layup. a ladder is holding the ball over the net for you, and you're like, yeah, drop it, whatever. You still need to play fair. You can't just use the ladder. This is this is my layup, okay? Fair. I, I couldn't dunk, couldn't shoot threes, but you give me a ball, put me near the court, I will lay up. Like nobody's business. Thank you, Knickknack Paddywhack. I appreciate you. I ain't giving you no bone as part of this, so. <laughs> oh. Moving man. on before we sing the rest of the goddamn song. <laughs> uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite has been announced. Yes. Fuck. Yes. Okay, first of all, okay, I love the Marvel franchise. I suck at it. Love it, though. Yes, I like watching it. Uh-huh. It's great to watch. So, they're going back to some of their roots. Number one, it's back to 2v2. No longer 3v3 setup. Which is great. Um, they're also reintroducing the uh, Infinity Gems in the game. I don't think that's, nice. I think that's introducing. Those have never been there, I don't think. Well, Infinity, yes, they have. They have? That's, that's the big thing. That's uh, Actually, if you want, go back and watch footage of Marvel superheroes... You could affect your characters with Infinity Gems when it was a one-on-one Marvel game. Okay, but they've never been in Marvel vs. Capcom before. Well, they were Marvel Superheroes is basically the engine that brought you Marvel vs. Capcom. No, I know, but they've never been an official Marvel vs. Capcom game, is what I'm saying. Not an official Marvel vs. Capcom. They're new game, to the Marvel vs. Yeah. Capcom franchise. Yes, that franchise, but the Marvel like games stuff, it's definitely not new because it was definitely sure. something that influenced the mechanics for the game, and of course. I mean, if you follow the Marvel's Capcom franchise, the the mother, so to speak, was Marvel superheroes. Sure, sure. And then you got you know X, Marvel versus Street Fighter, X Men versus Street Fighter, and then they went right into just Marvel's Capcom. So, um, yeah, they're reintroducing the uh, the gems. There is some interesting, I, you know, well, there is some interesting concerns with some of this stuff though, because um, if you notice the cast they announced, um, there was no one. Well, no, they announced a few people. Like, like okay, four. so they have some of the. So you have Mega Man X. No, they actually announced six. There's actually six you know about for sure. So you know Mega Man X. He's in the game. He's new. Um, they had the old Mega no, Man, which back is standard from, Mega Man. Uh, yeah, I guess no, Mega it's Man Mega Man X. Two. It's not. Yeah, it but this X, is Mega. Yeah, this is X. So technically different, but we'll see where it goes. They're basically Obviously, the same. Yeah, Ryu's back representing Capcom. Um, you've got Iron Man representing Marvel right now, and you also have uh Miss Marvel. I, I thought she was Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel, just female Captain, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, yeah, no, sorry, I confused him. But yeah, Captain Marvel's in the game. So, new character, we'll see how that one goes there. Um, the two additional characters they announced in the extended trailer was actually Captain America and Morgan. So, one from each franchise, so cool. to speak. 
Yeah. But uh, I'm definitely excited about it. We'll see where it goes. Although, have you heard the little interesting drama about how there might be some very important missing cast members? I was just about to mention the fact that there's a chance there ain't going to be no mutants in this game. Yep. Because... And not just mutants, but, like, more. <laughs> like, like, who else? Fran- none of the Fantastic Four. Technically, they're not mutants, but... Were they in the previous have... games? Fantastic Four? Well, I mean, you have D- Doom. Doom falls into the Fantastic Four franchise, and he's definitely been uh, in Marvel. Yeah. yeah, so you definitely huh. won't be able to touch any of the Marvel characters, or at least, at least any of the uh, Fantastic Four characters. Definitely none of the X-Men. I mean... Wolverine has been in every itineration of the game since it's been out. And so if he's not in this one, it'll be the first time he's not included yeah. in a Marvel game like this, or the Marvel vs. series. So, um, yeah, you don't have any Wolverine, no Phoenix, Cyclops has been out since, well, Cyclops wasn't in 3, but Man, he was in fuck 2. fuck Cyclops. Who cares? <laughs> uh, who else? Magneto, Sentinel. I mean, there's there's a huge, like, ca- like, a good chunk of the Marvel cast was... X-Men. Yes. So to not see them there is going to be interesting. Although, I did hear another rumor that the licensing as far as um, the character usage doesn't apply to video games. It only applies to the movies. Yeah, but at the same time, Disney owns Marvel now. So the idea of pushing uh, characters mm-hmm. they don't make money off of seems... Un- yeah, I've heard these rumors too where it's like, yeah, um, maybe we won't have this. Why? Well, like, Marvel as a comic company has moved away from these things. Why? Because they can't make movies off them. Mm -hmm. Or rides at Disneyland, either. Yeah. And there's a lot of really cool characters I wish we... Like, from the X-Men franchise that I'd like to see. But they probably... I mean, if if it's true, if it's going to hold true, then you're not going to have a lot of the X-Men cast. If it forces them to get super weird with what Marvel characters they pick, I'm actually okay with it. Well, yeah, like, you might actually have, like, a full fighting version of Hawkeye. Oh, sorry, yeah, Hawkeye was already in it. I mean, like, Ant-Man, you might even get, like, Star-Lord, obviously, in yeah, there. Yeah, I, I think you have, I think you get Star-Lord as part of this. Um, I think Groot could replace the Sentinels or something weird like that. I, I think they might make um, Star-Lord call assist, like Groot and Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. Kind of like they had uh, Captain Commando and his little posse. Yeah. I have a feeling they might go that route. I mean, that's just a guess, but yeah, like maybe that they might have some other characters. Um, I did. You saw the end of the trailer, though, right? Where you had like the character's face lit up, and then he had his chest light up. No, I missed that. What? What? What did that imply? Um, that it might be Sigma is the big bad guy in this game. That makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, considering they they showed you, you know, Mega Man X. Wouldn't surprise me if they introduced Sigma or something like that along the way. If we could get, like, Proto-Man or the Mega... Uh, that'd be kind of cool. At least as a skin or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Because they had, like, the... It was in Marvel 3. You can get the Mega Man skin for Zero. Yeah. Even though he had a sword flying around and all that shit. But, yeah. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the actual cast. Yeah. Just because, like, you know, that's... No Fantastic Four. No Spider-Man. No X-Men. Because those aren't officially owned by... Oh, that also means no Deadpool. Because Deadpool's owned by Fox. Yeah, that's a weirder one, though, I think. But, yeah. yeah. So, we'll see where that goes. But, uh, yeah. No, it's... Uh, I'm hyped. So Black long as Phoenix gems. Wright's in this one, I think I'm okay. Phoenix Wright is such an underdog character. I love that guy. Yeah. Good Hulk, at least. That's an important one. Hulk... Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, we got Hulk. We're good. 
Marvel's got Hulk. Yep. Say we like I work at Disney or Marvel or some shit. No, we got I, Hulk. We're okay. We got the Hulk. We cool. <laughs> yeah. We have a Hulk. Yep. Oh, I expect to see some memes come up about that. If they introduce characters and they won't have like, well, we have an X-Men. Or we have the X-Men. We have a Hulk. Yeah. Mm. Well, moving on from that. Parappa the Rappa, Loco Roco, and Patapon all coming to PS4. Have no idea what the other two are, but fuck yeah, Parappa the Rapper. Yep, that's the important one. Mm-hmm. I like that. It was play- actually it was playable at PSX. It was Parappa the Rapper. Nice. Yeah, they they're they're bringing some more character like some more games over to PS4 just very quickly. Um, since we're well, just to kind of dabble again in the Marvel thing, they're bringing all. They're also bringing Ultimate Marvel three to PS4. That yeah, that, that, that that's out well. now. Yes, with yeah, all the DLC. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah, with the DLC. So. Oh, I, I guess to rewind a sec. It's worth mentioning that Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite will come to PC, Xbox, and PS4, but it was announced at the PSX event. Yes. It's will it have crossplay? I don't know, but I'm betting it's part of this kind of weird blood pact Sony has with Capcom with the Street Fighter V stuff. I really hope they do crossplay there. It'd be good. Like, it'd be great. Because, like, they've, they've talked about it in the past with some of the articles, like when they bring up Rocket League and stuff like that, that the technology to crossplay is there. Whether or not they're willing to cooperate to make it happen is another story. But, like, with I PS- still think it's more complicated than that. Like, don't get me wrong. If you told me they're being difficult to be difficult, yeah. But those are definitely different net codes at the end of the day, too. Like, the idea that's just a pull down a wall, I, I don't think it's anywhere near that simple. Yeah. But, I mean, it'd be nice. We can only hope yeah. that they have, and, like, cross-platform between the three. For games like, uh, fight for fighting games and stuff like Rocket League, where it's like, nah, it's basically the same buttons on everything at this point, mm. it makes sense, but I don't know. It's, ever, it's also a very small instance for a game. Like, yes. you're not creating massive worlds like an MMO. It's just, like, it's a very contained small instance for each, like, Versus match or something. No, and also in so many ways, the player base is so much smaller compared to a Call of Duty or something. Where it's not small, but it's definitely nowhere near as comparable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so we got more to say about Parappa the Rapper, or you want to move on from that? Oh, no, I'm good. I'm just glad he's back. Oh, yeah. He's back, yeah. and we got our first look at the official Crash Bandicoot remastered reveal. Yes. It looks like Crash yes. Bandicoot. Looks a little I, slow to me, but beyond that, it looks like Crash Bandicoot. Well, is it? I mean, are they porting it back, or not porting it? But is it like if it's true to the the original, then it makes sense that it runs slow. It's a remastered, so I don't know what what's up with that. I actually got to ride a bus at E three with a guy who's working on, it, who's like, yeah, it's gonna be Crash Bandicoot. So I didn't mm. get a chance to play it at PSX. It wasn't high on my hit list because it's like, oh look, it's Crash Bandicoot. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, We'll see how it goes, but, like, I wonder if it has anything to do with the success that Ukulele is getting from their Kickstarter and all. Nah, they announced this prior to Ukulele, I think, or they've been, like, dropping weird hints at it. Like, this has been announced since E3, there was no footage of it, and this was mm. footage where it's like, yep, this is what it looks like. Hmm. Look, it's Crash. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. One of the other things back from the dead, Windjammers is coming to <laughs> PS4 and Vita. <laughs> Never played it. Meh. Um, th- so, remember when you played um, Discworld or whatever it was called, that Indiecade? Yeah. This is the game that inspired that game. Like, Windjammers ah. is some weird, hollowed ground stuff in the video game world. 
it mm-hmm. was a I, God, what was it? The the big thing with the super giant cartridges on it. Um, it was a Neo Geo game, and it was like this weird hybrid of a sports game and a fighting game where stuff. Yeah. Goes, it was like the game is amazing. Hmm. So the idea, like, and it's been this joke for a long time of like, oh, just resurrect Windjammers, just do it, and holy fuck, it's actually happening. So here, people are people are I'm still underestimating 2016. You keep saying crazy shit yeah. like that it's gonna happen. So here we are. No, you're you're absolutely right. Like it falls in the same category as like the Wipeout Omega Collection is a thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's missing the one Wipeout game everyone wants, but like holy shit, Wipeout's back. Or at least coming back-ish. Yep. <laughs> like at the same time, like full throttles getting remastered by um, Double Fine. It's like that that that's the one we want, definitely, but also the one that me like no one expected to ever happen. That biker game you guys made was awesome, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I'll give it a go. I, I didn't play Wipeout much or Windjammers, so that was missed on my oh, catalog of games. You'll be fucking up. playing some Windjammers when that thing comes out. Windjammers is in your goddamn future. The winds will be jammed. (laughs) You're going to rustle my jimmies or win my jammies? Sure. (laughs) I must have satisfaction via the winds. Frisbee golf, kind of, or air hockey in some weird ways. But um, in new game news, uh, you want to talk about Last of Us or Uncharted? Um, uh, let's do Last of Us first. Okay, so, um, The Last of Us Part 2 has been announced, shown, time has passed, mm-hmm. Ellie is older and angrier, and she's mm-hmm. the main character. Yep. Have you played The Last of Us? No. I okay. Actually, it's one of the few I really need to get, because I've heard nothing but good things about it. So, I, I think The Last of Us is a fantastic story that kind of suffered from... Maybe not the best gameplay in some ways. So mm-hmm. I, I get why the internet's like, holy fuck, Last of Us is coming again. I'm like, okay, yeah, that that's that's pretty cool. Can they fix the controls? Please. I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm really sure they will. I mean, I'm sure they've heard. But like, yeah. I mean, the, one thing I've heard consistently about this game is like The Last of Us. Now I guess I can call it a series because there's a part two coming out. But Last of Us has always been, like, every time I hear about it, it's always a phenomenal story. Yeah, the, the st- that's the thing. The story is one of the best video... The story, according to the masses, is one of the best stories told in video games to date. Mm-hmm. Charlie's mm-hmm. cold, dead stone heart doesn't it- always <laughs> agree with that statement, but... My, Charlie ain't got time for that. My, my cold, dead stone heart doesn't agree with lots of things in many ways. So, mm-hmm. I uh, this maybe gives us a reason to maybe do a playthrough for it for the channel. It's something I've wondered about doing for a long time because it is such a story-driven game, and I do have mm-hmm. so many like unpopular opinions about that game <laughs> that I thought mm-hmm. it might be a fun one. And maybe we'll actually wind up doing something. I I own it for the PS4, I believe, because I got it as part of a bundle, and I've just been like, yeah, fuck that, I'm never touching it. <laughs> I may actually have to get that from you, because I'd, I'd like to yeah. give it a go. I'm, I'm a fan of games that have excellent storytelling. Yeah, so. no, it's... I that, that may be kind of something we get studios now, that it's got a sequel out, and I have to care about it again. Yeah, I, but at the go. same time, I'd have been totally... I, 
I kind of, if they were going to make another one, I wanted to have totally new characters because, not to ruin it some, but I, I felt the story of Ellie and Joel, the two main characters, was pretty fucking done by the end of that first game. Mm-hmm. And I like the world more. I, I like the characters, and I don't know. I it looks gorgeous. Yeah, and I, and I do like the meme floating around right now where you have Xbox being like, "Hey, we're the fa- we're, we're the top selling console for the last two months." Sony, hold my beer. I got this. There you go. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. When in doubt, break glass. Announce The Last of Us. Yeah. And Crash Bandicoot. And Windjammers. No one cares about Crash Bandicoot. As much as I want the internet to be like, fucking yeah, Crash Bandicoot is back. Even I, who am the person who would be like, fucking yeah, Crash Bandicoot is back. It's like, oh, yeah, Crash Bandicoot's coming back. No, no, That's a choice. What's going to happen is people are like, fuck yeah, Crash Bandicoot, and they're going to play it, and it's going to not live up to anything what their, like, nostalgia Oh, no, it's, it's going to be fuck. Head. Yeah. Yeah. So be like, oh. Crash Bandicoot. Oh. Yeah, Crash Bandicoot. Man, this was a lot more fun when I was younger. I'm like, well, yeah, because games were a lot you more You were easier. dumber when you were younger. <laughs> well, I wouldn't. Well, that's Charlie's way of putting it. I would be like, well, it's never going to live up to what you did when you were a kid playing it, so... Remember how tall your dad was when you were five? Is he that tall now? Yes, le- technically, but he doesn't look it. That's how nostalgia works. Yep. So, I, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised at that, but Last of Us, I, it can hold its own with the story, so I'll, yeah. I'll let that one go. Yeah, uh, so moving on to our last, I guess, major thing of PSX. You have Uncharted The Last Legacy announced. It appears to be a sequel, not a sequel to Uncharted 4. It's a standalone thing. It features the mercenary chick from that game and the kind of other mercenary chick from Uncharted 2, who I thought was a fantastic character. So you've got me being like, cool, two awesome characters that weren't well-developed in either game. Fucking yeah. (laughs) So it's getting the Far Cry treatment where, like, it's it's the same kind of engine, so to speak, but it's like its own little standalone mini game. Yeah, I, I. But it's gonna be related though, right? Because it's not gonna be like it's the same separate. characters. Yeah, like it's got okay. two characters that were prominently featured in two of the games as antagonistic roles, I guess, working together. And it's girl power, which I'm I, I, I as much as I really enjoyed Uncharted Four. At the same time, I'm kind of like I'm done with Uncharted, but at the same time, I'm like I could go for some more Uncharted. Why? Because I don't know what I want anymore. Obviously. I keep playing way too much Destiny. My taste is not to be ch- not my taste is not to be trusted anymore in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> well, I'm glad Uncharted is going out, and you know, glad you know, Naughty Dog, give a dog a bone. They're staying pretty busy right now. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely busy. Yeah. Well, so I, I guess like unless we have anything major to say about the stuff we just talked about, um, I want to point out that there were 40 games shown and or announced during the PSX keynote, that little kind mm-hmm. of hour-long video they did before the floor op- officially opened. That is insane. I'm not sure there was that many games being shown at E3. True. Holy shit, yeah. That was all in an hour time span. That's ridiculous. And that occasionally means like it was just like a quick snippet of a video or something, but that's mm. still 40 goddamn games. 
it makes up for that really shitty Sony press conference they did at E3. I love that thing. I thought while. that was so cool. That was school. so fucking heinous. I, I I will say this. I was kind of sad. Um, shitty father Kratos was not at PSX in some form. I I need to know more about his bad parenting style. Right? Yeah, I'm actually surprised to not see that on the list here. No uh, God of War. I guess I'm not totally surprised if... Do I think it should be? Yeah, at the same time, though, like, they're really pushing Horizon Zero Dawn because that shit looks amazing right now, so you should Mm -hmm. totally be pushing Horizon Zero Dawn as hard as you can currently. Mm -hmm. Like, that was kind of the star of the show when you were walking around. They they had two of the walkers about, and it's like, yeah, this is the next big thing. And I'm like, yeah, I played it. That's probably going to be the next big thing. (laughs) That thing's pretty good. We should have co-op, but that thing's pretty good. There's a lot to look forward to pretty soon. Yeah, it's, it, 2017 looks cool from a video game standpoint. Anything right now looks better than 2016 at this point. There were some so. cool games in 2016. Yeah, there were, but like... Doom you, came out in 2016. Yeah, okay, Doom, Overwatch. But like, then you have... I don't know, Overwatch you know, came out in 2016. Maybe you're right. There you go. Well, I mean, here's like... You know, you have stuff like that, and then you have scars like No Man's Sky. Those happen every year, though, too. Well, I don't know. I don't know at No Man's Sky level. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. I'm so looking forward to talking about that game more <sighs> in a debate setup where we have to kind of decide things about things. No, see, the only debate sides you're going to have for that game is either it has potential, but it's still shit, or it's always going to be shit. Oh, no, and how much of an asshole is Sean Murray? I, I guess as a teaser for our Game of the Year stuff, we have four categories this year. Game of the Year, Biggest Disappointment slash Flop, Most Video Game-Ass Video Game, and Most alternate, and like, Alternative Video Game of the Year. I, I, I always enjoy the biggest flop of the year because it's a race to the bottom of madness where like you're... It, Everyone kind of starts piling on shit. Like, it'll be the honorary Evolve Award, an award given to Evolve because we thought Evolve was so bad, we thought it came out the year prior. <laughs> well, I think we're going to end up renaming it the No Man's Sky Award. I, we, that it game it bears the name of the, of the previous winner. That's how, but that's how like, we're like, man, Evolve kind of sucked. Yeah. I, and actually, they're, it's funny, they did the Stage 2, and apparently that's getting shut down, too. Stage, uh, yeah, that... It's not getting shut down. I just don't think they're not actively doing anything for it anymore, I don't think. It's, yeah, well, the as far as I'm concerned, still up. Yeah, if you're not doing anything for it, your game's shutting down as far as I'm concerned. We're talking about Evolve right now, by the way, not um, uh, No Man's Sky. That's still going? Yeah. Yes. Well, if you can call it going. I've. They released the 1.1 update for it. It's the foundation update. Like, people seem. I wouldn't say pacified with it, but like the scales have been nudged ever so slightly towards okay, we're fine now. Mm-hmm. That it's it's like it's it's a definite step in the right direction. Whether I not whether or not I think you can save that game without changing fundamental issues with that game, as mm-hmm. I'm prone to saying with some frequency, is a separate topic. But like the fan community for that game is like okay, yeah, this 1.1 patch is better. Like it's. It gives us some of the things we really wanted to have in this game and that we thought were going to be in this game. So, neat. Well, let's let's save it for the big uh, Yes, debate I'm getting ahead of myself <laughs> with the fight. Sorry. Polite debate where no one will be called a horse fucker. 
Uh, that's that. That's not how it's gonna go. Or claim, or insinuate someone blows goats. And no, no, I, I definitely won't make up just terrible things about people to insult them as part of the debate. Never, that never happens. No, we're a very nice group, us yes. something wicked studio folk. Yes, there, there will be no swearing. I won't yell. This is fucking bullshit. At least twice. <laughs> oh, we'll all be friends when we leave the room. No, no, we won't. Yeah, you just said earlier you can't wait to throw shit at us. Yep, you can throw stuff back. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm gonna throw stuff at your place. That's a great idea. <laughs> nah, fair, but yeah, that, that thing about does it for our topic this week. We can kind of prophesize game of the year debates, but. That'll actually happen soon, so we guys won't get ahead of ourselves. Um, we have no questions and or comments from our fans this week. Um, maybe we'll have some next week, because we had fun doing them last week. I was hoping to have something for you, Alex. But uh, So you will be joining the Wicked Awesome cast as a full-time member, hopefully in the next like month or so, like probably by the end of... No later than the start of next year is the hope. Yep, pretty sure. I, I'm like 90% sure. So you, you've you've been in some of the videos for something Wicked Studios. Would you like to introduce yourself a little bit to the Wicked Awesome cast listener oh, yeah. base? Sure, yeah. Um, so Charlie found me at a Home Depot, and he was looking for an English-speaking... That feels racist, yeah. <laughs> I can say it. It's okay. I, I, I am that, that, that race. It's okay. But anyway, no, no. A, a real note. Um, Charlie, uh, I met Charlie, actually, uh, through Extra Life. He, uh... We end up joining the Extra Life Guild together, and um, I guess he had seen how bubbly my personality is, and he figured I could exploit that man and bring him on board. I believe my exact phrase was, he's the right kind of <laughs> asshole to hang out with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So He hates things, too. I can live with this. <laughs> I, yeah, and I'm very vivid about the things I hate. So, yeah, it was just a match made in heaven, or hell, however you want to look at it. And so, yeah, I've been... Uh, been part of the crew for a while now. Just I've done more of the the play, like let's plays, and we just started the Hitman uh, let's play thing. Where we're gonna be it's an ongoing thing. Uh, you are the worst murderer ever. I'm the best fucking Hitman ever because there are no witnesses to ever identify me ever again. Because they're dead, not because the they didn't don't see speak. you. Because they're dead. <laughs> the dead don't speak unless you're like. If you want insight weird... to who Alex is, go start watching the Hitman videos. They are fantastic <laughs> and absolutely how you're not supposed to play that game. If you if you're not supposed to play like that, why is there an option to do it, Charlie? Because that's why Hitman's the game of the year because you can do that, <laughs> and it still somehow I, I, works. I will go with that, but yes. So that's me. I actually also I'm in the Indicate video. Yes. So yeah. And I think actually at one point we had a gladiator style battle on top of yes, those, like, there's none plug where you get cheat where I cheat to beat you in it. Yeah, you cheating fuck. We openly say I'm cheating in that last week's episode. We're like, yeah, we had the debate of do who do we think would win if all if all of the sun we could see was cast got into a fight who would win. I think and the general consensus was you're too nice to do what needs to be done to win. <laughs> and then we all realized Jen would just rip our dicks off in, in the effort to win. We're like, yeah, she could get mean. Jen wins. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, yeah I, it's like, like, no, no, I will cheat to win, as is prevalent in a video where I start, like, I fall start on Alex to beat him in a jousting match. Yep. And I'm a member yep. of this team, so imagine what he does to you if you're not a member. Just saying. <laughs> SWS ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> oh, man. I think on that note, we're good to go. Yeah. Unless I... there's anything else. 
And now uh, we are the Wicked Awesome Cast. We can be reached at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Again, that's wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Unless Jeff dies on vacation, which is a very real possibility given just his poor life choices occasionally. I believe he'll be back next week. I don't think you'll be back, Alex, but maybe in two or three weeks we'll be having you on more permanently. On a more permanent basis, Yes. yes. Our temporary hiatus on the channel continues because... I still don't know if I'm about to move next week or not because my life is interesting and stuff is in boxes and more stuff needs to be in boxes. But yeah, uh, the podcast will continue. There will be a game of the year thing as we have now kind of spoilered some, I guess. Like, how do you spoil a debate where it's like, no, no, we want to go. Let us fight now. Let us debate. We need to decide right now which game sucks the most. There's no way we're going to avoid this topic. No. It's going to happen. Yeah, no, no. no surprises at this point. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's it's that time of year. Um, once we figure out the date, there will definitely be the Extra Life stream. I know I've said that for the last month every episode, but yeah, it's totally going to happen. I, I promise. Maybe it will be on Christmas. It will just be me being like, I'm Jewish. I don't care what you all think this holiday is. <laughs> we'll just play Doom all day because that's the ultimate Christmas game. Doom and Chinese food. I yeah. On Christmas Day. Yeah. Well, they're the only places that are open on like Christmas Day. Okay, so you joke, but um, I, my girlfriend Jen is Chinese, and as a result, like I've had to have moments where I'm like, no, that's a thing. What the Jews no, eat Chinese food on Christmas? Yeah, because it's the only thing open. I, my favorite story revolving around that is the fact that um, I I was getting Chinese food for my family once on Christmas, and I go into a Chinese restaurant, and the guy looks me in the eye and goes. Burn turkey? No. Jewish? Yeah, that one. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. So, you would be but correct. yeah, it's a real thing. I brought it up because I know it's a real thing, in fact. So, wasn't bringing it up to be malicious. Yes. But, yeah, no, it's a real thing. And actually, it's nice to have that option on Christmas Day because sometimes you can't stand your family and you just want to go get some fortune cookies. Yeah, up. Uh, I guess I'm going to give a little bit of a heads up of something coming to the channel soon. Uh, not channel, but the podcast, actually. Um, in celebration of Christmas, we will be having our a, a very special Krampus cast. Where we will hand out who's been naughty and naughtier and really naughty and deserves a good whooping with a switch in the video game industry and the areas around it as a whole. If you have any... Uh, we would love some listener-generated submissions to think people we think have been naughty. That would be fantastic if we could get some of those. That would make us super happy. Um, Palmer Lucky's on the list, obviously, because we keep making fun of him. The Division's on the list. Uh, we're making our list and checking it two, three, probably like 666 times, because that's how we do things. Mm-hmm. And if we haven't already thrown it in there, what's his name? I guess it's Sean Murray. Yes, uh, uh, don't worry. The list is getting longer and longer. I've... It will be a special podcast. I think we're all going to be drunk for it. I'm going to insist we all speak in very proper tones. But uh, if, <laughs> if you wanted to give someone a good podcast to maybe start listening to us on, that might be it. And because Christmas is on like a Sunday, the Krampus cast is going up the day after, hopefully. Nice. But yes, yeah, so I'm giving you a little bit of heads up on that. So if you want to submit something for us to talk about how naughty and or nice it's been, preferably naughty, because I ain't got time for the nice ones. <laughs> write us in at Wicked Awesome Cast. Uh, like I mentioned, the hiatus kind of continues, unfortunately. Yeah. I... Go watch some old videos. Go watch the Hitman stuff. Alex is in them. 
They're funny. Yep. They're great. Nobody yes. survives except for me. Except for all those times you don't. Shut up. Spoiler alert, man. A stealth game played not stealthily results in death. Spoilers. <laughs> Quick save is our friend. Yep. But regardless, um, do you know how we end this, Alex? I remember vaguely, but go ahead and do it so I can take notes. Uh, so uh, cue the metal. Cue the metal.